something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class a show for those interested in the highs and lows of everyday history. I'm Gabe Lussier, and today we're talking about the hottest day in the hottest place on Earth. The day was July 10th, 1913. A weather observer in Death Valley measured a record high temperature of 134 degrees Fahrenheit, or 56.6 degrees Celsius. More than a century later, that's still the highest air temperature ever reliably recorded on the planet. The reading was taken during an intense stretch of hot weather that lasted from July 5th through the 14th. It was recorded by Oscar Denton, the caretaker of Greenland Ranch, now known as Furnace Creek. According to Denton, he went out to read the thermometer with a wet Turkish towel wrapped around his head, and although it only took him a minute to record the temperature, the towel was fully dry by the time he got back inside. In a strange twist, the worldwide high temperature wasn't the only extreme weather event in Death Valley that year. On January 8, 1913, the temperature dropped to 15 degrees Fahrenheit at the Greenland Ranch, the lowest ever recorded there. That means it was both the hottest and the coldest year in Death Valley to date. Death Valley is located in the northern Mojave Desert of southeast California. It was given its ominous name by a group of pioneers who had set out for the gold fields of California during the winter of 1849. After taking a supposed shortcut across the desert, the group got hopelessly lost in the valley and didn't make it out again until several grueling months later. Only one man is said to have died during their long wait to be rescued, but as the party climbed out of the valley over the Panamint Mountains, one person looked back and said, Goodbye, Death Valley, and it's been called that ever since. 
The Lost 49ers didn't experience the extreme heat of summer in Death Valley, and if they had, there's a good chance none of them would have survived long enough to name it. Temperatures in the valley normally reach or exceed 100 degrees Fahrenheit from mid-May all the way until early October. Summer nights don't provide much relief either, as overnight temperatures usually only dip into the mid-80s to mid-90s. The region's sweltering heat is largely due to the depth and shape of the valley itself. Death Valley is a long, narrow basin that descends 282 feet below sea level, making it the lowest point on the continent. The valley's low elevation alone makes it prone to high temperatures, but it's also surrounded by four steep mountain ranges. All the moist air moving eastward from the Pacific Ocean has to pass over those high mountains, and by the time it reaches Death Valley, there isn't much moisture left in the air to fall as precipitation. As a result, Death Valley is an extremely dry desert, typically garnering less than two inches of rainfall each year, far less than most other deserts. The lack of rain also means the valley doesn't have much in the way of vegetation, and without plants or rain clouds to provide shade, there's nothing to stop the sunlight from directly heating the desert surface. All that excess heat is then radiated back from the rocks and soil, only to get trapped by the narrow width of the valley, thus heating things up even more. The combination of those factors has earned Death Valley the title of the hottest place on Earth, and in the summer of 1913, it more than lived up to that reputation. The heat wave began on July 5th, and for the next 10 days, the high temperature in Death Valley reached 125 degrees or more. The hottest days were from July 9th to the 13th, when the high reached at least 129 degrees each day. The record-setting peak came on July 10th, when the temperature spiked to a blistering 134 degrees Fahrenheit. It's hard to convey exactly how hot it must have felt that day, but according to Oscar Denton, the man who recorded the temperature, he observed birds baking to death in mid-air, or as he put it, quote, swallows in full flight fell to the earth dead. As for the reliability of Denton's account, he may have put a colorful spin on the effects of the heat, but the temperature reading he took is believed to be accurate. The weather station at the Greenland Ranch had been established by the U.S. Weather Bureau in 1911. It was operated in cooperation with the company that ran the ranch, and the Bureau had full confidence in the instruments it housed on site. After reviewing Denton's report, the U.S. Weather Bureau confirmed the reading, calling it, quote, the highest natural air temperature ever recorded on the Earth's surface by means of a tested standard thermometer exposed in a standard ventilated instrument shelter. In the 110 years since that reading was taken, our planet has grown steadily warmer. In fact, on July 4th, 2023, the Earth warmed to the highest average global temperature on record, just under 63 degrees Fahrenheit, or roughly 17 degrees Celsius. Yet despite that warming climate, the high temperature record set in 1913 still stands at the time of recording. In a strange twist, though, the record was considered broken for a full nine decades. That's because in 1922, a temperature of 136 degrees Fahrenheit was recorded in Libya, besting the Death Valley record by a full two degrees. 
The World Meteorological Organization, or WMO, quickly certified the new record, and it stood as the official world's highest temperature all the way until 2012. That's when new evidence surfaced suggesting the Libya record had been based on a reading from a faulty thermometer and read by an untrained observer. In light of that, the WMO officially recertified the 134-degree reading as the all-time highest air temperature recorded on Earth. It's worth noting that some climatologists claim the Death Valley reading is likely bogus as well. However, proving that would require an official WMO investigation, and so far, there's not enough interest or evidence to justify the effort. The much more likely outcome is that a new all-time record will finally dethrone the one set in Death Valley. And with the average global temperature still set to climb, there's a good chance the 1913 record will be broken sooner rather than later. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback or weather predictions you'd like to share, you can send them my way by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays and Ben Hackett for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.